Job got to that place where he could forgive even the friends who had spoken harshly concerning his trying times he could even sacrifice for them and after he got to the place to the face of principles we saw that God blessed him and repaid him double and so today i want to speak about the face of plenty that season of plenty the bible says in the book of uh, ecclesiastes chapter 3 there is a time for everything there is a time for everything and a season for every purpose there is a season for every purpose so times comes and goes season changes we we are right now in the summer a few months down the line we'll get in the fall a few months down the line we'll be talking about winter we'll be talking about spring season come and change seasons come and go and in the preparation and I, let me say this as we talked about preparation for the process uh, the preparation process for the purpose we said we are focusing so much not on the physical aspect of the purpose but on what the lord is preparing to do for the church and we say that the lord is looking and is watching and is preparing us as the church as instruments to manifest his glory and to manifest his power and last sunday i'm just doing a recap for those who are not with us last sunday last sunday we said that when the lord called the children of israel to see the manifestation of glory and power he told moses that they should sanctify themselves and they washed their clothes for they they had a sanctification of three days but by the time they got to the mountain when the lord appeared they could not withstand the power of god they could not withstand the glory of god and they all ran away and they told moses you do this you be going go and hear from him bring the message to us and he said in our days we don't want to be like that that we just want to hear uh, what god has spoken to other people what god has revealed to other people because the lord is calling us into an intimate relationship and he is ready to manifest his glory and his power through you and me and so last sunday we talked about that phase of preparation that phase of awareness of what god wants for us and we said in that phase it calls for sanctification it calls for purification it calls for separation and setting ourselves apart in the name of jesus i have recapped for those who were not uh, who are not with us on sunday and so today i want us to talk about this phase that phase of plenty you know that time when everything is smooth when everything you need you got it that phase what do we do in the phase of plenty what do we do in the season of plenty how do we handle the season of plenty how do we handle the season of rest when there are no battles your life seems like you are now living the life you are where you have always wanted to be how do we handle that phase and i want to put a disclaimer that in this this stages i have talked about and the season that we are going to be looking up, uh, uh, looking on uh, that do not come in any order 
So maybe you have ever been in your season of plenty, or maybe you will enter into your season of plenty. Maybe you've been in the season of pain, or maybe you will enter into a season of pain. Maybe you've been in the season of pressure where everything is crumbling down, or maybe you will enter into that season. But what I want us to do is to be prepared and to understand the discipline of each season. Praise the name of the Lord. Because for every season, for every space in life, there is a discipline, there is a principle that guides that season. When it is time for winter, we bundle up. We put on our heavy coats. We put on our, our, our scarves and our hats. We put on our gloves because the season dictates we need to, uh, to bundle up and keep ourselves warm. So if you bundle up at this season of summer right now, if we find you bundled up with this winter coat, with this scarf, with this uh, gloves and a, and a hat, we'll look at you and we're like, something is terribly wrong with you because you are not able to discern the season and do what the season dictates. Praise the name of the Lord. And that is why it is important for us to understand in every season, in every phase, what is the discipline of that season. And as we talk about the importance of the discipline of the season, before I enter into the phase of plenty and we talk about the phase of plenty, I, 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 I am remembering a man called Joab, who was a mighty man, one of the mighty men of David. And when David was in the caves, when David was running from Saul, this guy was with him fighting the battles, leading the other men in battle, and he was a close confidant with David. And then the season for David running away from Saul, where after Saul died and Jonathan died, and now the people have agreed that David become king, Joab did not design a shift in the season. He did not design a change in the season. And we find him killing somebody. His name was Abner. He killed Abner, who was also a mighty man who led the armies uh, and who led the troops of Saul. He killed him in a season of peace where there was no war. And funny enough, David mourns Abner and, uh, and that it seems like it is forgotten. But years down the line, when David was about to die, when David was about to release the kingdom into the hands of Solomon, David said about Joab, and he said, you know what? Joab shed blood in the season of peace. Do not forget what he did. Do not forget that he killed Abner. Do not forget that he killed Amasa because he had killed somebody else in the season of peace. And because of that, do not let his gray head go down in peace. And because the other dispensation of the kingdom of Saul, Solomon was a kingdom of peace. When you read about Solomon, you don't find Solomon going to war. He does not fight any battles. He is there building the temple. He is there uh, uh, just ex expressing the wisdom of God and all the other things that Solomon did. Solomon never went for battle. So the dispensation, the change of season had come. And because Joab could not know, did not understand how to behave in the season of peace, 
he was not allowed to move forward in his leadership in his position in his capacity as a nanny leader he could not operate in the kingdom of solomon because he didn't understand how to behave in the season of peace praise the name of the lord and so as we talk about the season as we talk about the phases of life or phases of preparation it is very 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 important for us to understand how to behave and the discipline of every season the discipline of every season and so now we are talking about this uh, discipline of the season the season of plenty the bible says and i'm going to start with this the prophetic message that each and every one of us is going to enter into a season of plenty it doesn't matter uh, how your life is looking and right now but i believe that in everybody's life there is a season there is a phase where the lord allows you to enter into rest where the lord allows you to experience the plenty praise the name of the lord the bible says in the book of joel and allow me to start with that joel chapter 2 I will read from verse 18. Then the Lord will be jealous for his land and ready to defend it it since it is rightfully and uniquely his and will have compassion on his people and will spare them. This is a promise after the people had gone through a lot of pain, a lot of captivity, uh, a lot of uh, battles. The Lord promised that he is going to be jealous. He is going to have compassion on his people. He is going to spare them. He is going to send grain and new wine and oil and he is going to satisfy them in full. And it is in this script where the Lord promises that he is going to restore even what the cankerworm has eaten the wasted years what the caterpillar ate what the locust ate there is a promise of restoration of anything that was lost those wasted years and then and then verse 26 which is our main text the bible says you will have plenty to eat and be satisfied you will have plenty to eat and be satisfied and praise the name of the lord your god who has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall not be put to shame and you shall know without any doubt that i am in the midst of israel to protect and to bless you and that i am the lord your god and there is no other and then it repeats my people will never be put to shame So one of the main reason where the Lord allows us to enter into the season or into the phase of plenty is for us to know him is for us to acknowledge that whatever we have we have received from him So in the season of plenty it is important to acknowledge the Lord it is important to acknowledge that it is the Lord who has provided for you And the number two another reason why the Lord allows us to go through the season of plenty is so that shame will be erased. Because when you're not going through plenty, then you're going through maybe poverty and lack. There is a lot of shame uh, associated with that. And so when the Lord allows you 
to enter into this dispensation of plenty is to make sure that every shame, every reproach is wiped away. He rolls away that reproach. He wipes away that shame. And that is why he is saying time and time again, and my people shall not be put to shame. Remember in the previous service we covered about the fear of shame and how the fear of shame have hindered many from standing in their position and fulfilling their destiny. God is concerned about it. And that is why he allows us to enter into the season of plenty so that our shame will be wiped away. Our shame will be forgotten. Praise the name of the Lord. So I want you to note those two principles and those two purposes. One of the purposes unto why the Lord allows you to go through the face of plenty is so that you may know him. And the other reason is that he may wipe away the shame. He may run away the reproach. And so when we talk about this season of plenty, there is no other better example than the one is, that is found in the book of Genesis uh, chapter 41. And we know the story about Joseph. You know, Joseph had gone to Egypt at the age of 17. He had stayed for 13 years and before he was, he went before Pharaoh. So he was 30 years old when he got to uh, Pharaoh the king. And the Bible says from uh, verse 46, now Joseph had been in Egypt 13 years and was 30 years old when he stood before Pharaoh king of Egypt. Joseph departed from the presence of Pharaoh and went through all the land of Egypt performing his duties. In the seven abundant years, the years of produce of produce for the seed planted, Joseph gathered all the surplus food of the seven good years in the land of Egypt and stored enormous quantities of the food in the cities. He stored away in every city the food collected from its own surrounding fields. Thus Joseph gathered and stored up grain in great abundance like the side of the sea until he stopped counting it for it could not be measured and then verse 53 the bible says when the seven years of plenty came to an end in the land of egypt i did not continue there because what i needed you to know is that the years of plenty came to an end praise the name of the lord and so as i was praying and uh, and asking the lord why do you want us to to learn about the season or the face of plenty uh i could feel in my spirit that plenty does not only apply to physical things it does not only apply to money at this season you may have plenty of time in your hands right now and especially at that time when we were everything was locked down we had plenty of time in our hands plenty of time in our hands and i want you at this moment to take a moment and reflect and ask yourself what am i having in plenty right now what is it i can say i have it in plenty i didn't have it but i have it in plenty and what am i doing with the plenty face what am i doing with and let's just focus on the time when you have that plenty of time in your hands what do you do with it we know about the dream of uh, of pharaoh and how joseph interpreted the dream he said you know what there will be seven years of plenty but right after there will be other years 
of famine. And so Joseph came and gave a principle and said, this is what we are supposed to do. We are supposed to maximize the years of plenty. We are supposed to take care of what we have in plenty. He introduced diligence, making sure there is no wastage. And one of the disadvantages we have when we are in the face of plenty is wasting. Wasting what we have in plenty. You know the story about the prodigal son, how he got everything, uh, his inheritance, and what he did with it. When he came to such a, a, a huge amount of inheritance, he did not have the discipline or the diligence or the integrity on how to handle the plenty. And he wasted it. Praise the name of the Lord. And at this time of preparation, any time you realize that in your life you are experiencing plenty of anything, one thing we need to be alert is to avoid wasting. Avoid wasting. Are you having plenty of time in your hands, young people? Avoid wasting that time. Let me talk to the young people at this time. Yes, you have all that time. You have all the time in your hands right now. We need to maximize that time, not to waste it. Because a time will come. Like now I look at my life. I'm a mother of three. I have the church. I, I'm in school. I have all these other responsibilities that I have. That even the time I have is not enough. But there were times I was, I was young. I was just this young girl, young lady who only minded about maybe my hair. I didn't have all those responsibilities. And I'm speaking to you, young people in, in this church, because we have many of you here. At this time when you are experiencing the plenty of time, let us do like Joseph did. He made sure that he gathered and saved and used wisely. He was not like the prodigal son who wasted everything that he had, who did not have the integrity of knowing what to do with the plenty. Another trap, as I was preparing and praying, another trap we need to avoid in the season of plenty is the trap of pride. The Bible speaks about this rich man who had entered into a season of plenty. And he said, I have so much. You know what I'm going to do right now? I am going to expand my granaries. I am going to expand my storehouses. I will store everything in and then I will rest and make merry. We said in the first part, that the reason unto why the Lord allows us to go into the space of plenty is for us to acknowledge Him. Failure to acknowledge the Lord leads to the pitfall of pride. And how many have entered into a season of plenty and instead of acknowledging the hand of the Lord, instead of acknowledging that the Father have come, it is the Lord who has done it unto them. They start boasting of their hard work. They start boasting of how hard they tried to achieve everything. And they start looking down on others. Praise the name of the Lord. 
So in the season of plenty, be careful to acknowledge the Lord. Because if you fail to acknowledge the Lord, then pride comes in. And the Bible says that pride comes before a fall. I've written a book about pride. If you have not read it, make sure you read it. I've written extensively about pride. And I've said one of the dangerous things about pride is that God resists the proud. God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. And the worst thing that can happen to you is when God resists you. You know, it is better to be resisted by men. We find this opposition. And you know, we are in this era where we even have these new phrases. Yeah, mahetas and all that. Huh? The naysayers. It is better to have all those. Because you will eventually find a way of breaking through and going forward. And it is better to be resisted by the devil. Because through prayer, the enemy cannot keep resisting you. He'll have to flee. But when God himself resists you, there is no one who can deliver you from his hand. And if there is a season that many of us fall into the trap of this pride, is in the season of plenty. In the season of plenty. Be careful. In the season of plenty, acknowledge the Lord. Because when you acknowledge the Lord, then pride has no room. When you know that whatever I am experiencing, the plenty I am having, this is all from the Lord, then there is no room for pride. But if you do not do the number one thing, acknowledging the Lord who has promised that he will make you experience the plenty, when you do not acknowledge the Lord, then pride sets in. And after pride sets in, the enemy even has not work fighting with you because already God himself resists the proud. Praise the name of the Lord. I hope you are still learning. Amen. Uh, another thing that we need to know about the season of plenty is that uh, in Genesis 33 verse 9, Genesis 33 verse 9, you remember uh, uh, one time Esau sold his birthright to Jacob just because of a, of a stew, of a soup, a bowl of stew, a bowl of soup, a bowl of soup made Jacob, I mean, made, made Esau sell his birthright. Now, years down the line, in Genesis 33 verse 9, we find Jacob coming back and he has set this wealth and this, uh, this uh, um, kettles and sheep and he wants to give it to Esau so that Esau will forgive him for what he had done. But the Bible says in Genesis 33 verse 9, Esau said, I have plenty, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. I have plenty, my brother. Keep what you have for yourself. One of the things that God does when you are in the season of plenty is there is minimum conflict. My grandmother used to say this, and I'm going to say it in my language, and then I will try to translate in, uh, in, in English. My grandmother used to tell me, I don't know, like two people who have wealth uh, don't have 
I, I don't know how to translate it. But the, 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 the concept of that saying was that if I have and you have, then there is no conflict between us. There is no conflict between us because you have it, I have it, we are both good. And one of the things that the Lord wants us to experience in the season of plenty is no conflict. And you find that there was such a change in the life of Esau. He is having plenty. And because he's having plenty, even what Jacob is trying to offer, he says, no, keep it. Keep what you have for yourself because I have plenty. I have plenty. Wouldn't it be wonderful if we have plenty, I have plenty? There would be no conflict. And at any given time, the Lord allows each and every one of us to experience that season of plenty. And it does reduce conflict in our lives. Praise the name of the Lord. Another thing I want us to understand in the season of plenty, the Bible says in Proverbs 28 verse 19, he who cultivates his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless people and preforious pursuits will have plenty of poverty. One of the greatest mis- mis- uh, misconceptions in the season of plenty is that it is time to stop diligence. It is time to stop working. It is time to just now relax and enjoy. That is one of the greatest misconceptions that people have in the season of plenty. But the word of God says that even in the plenty, you should continue doing what you you were doing before. Continue, if it's cultivating, continue cultivating. Continue working. Praise the name of the Lord. And the Bible says that if you follow what there is people and preferious pursuit, you will have plenty of poverty. So one of the reasons why seasons of plenty are not sustainable, mostly in the lives of many, it is because when you enter into the face of plenty, you think that all that is left now is to sit back and relax. But even as we saw Joseph, the Bible says he went about the land doing his duty, due diligence. He continued to exercise integrity, making sure there is no wastage, making sure that whatever you are supposed to be doing, you continue doing. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the season of plenty, it does not mean you stop doing what you're supposed to do and you sit back and relax. That season of plenty, you need to exercise integrity and do due diligence in that season of plenty in the name of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says uh, in Psalms 37 verse 19, if you do all that, what I've said, we acknowledge the Lord and the Lord wipes away the shame and we do not become wasteful and we do not fall into the pitfall of pride and we continue doing that which we ought to do. We continue exercising integrity and diligence. The Bible says in Psalms 37 verse 19, they will not be ashamed in the time of evil. You see, we talked about when the time of plenty comes, the shame that maybe you have gone through is taken away. Praise the name of the Lord. It is rolled away. If we do not know the discipline of this season, then there is a time that comes and you find yourself 
back to the same problem and then the shame is back and this time it is bad shame because people will say you had all the time you had all the money you had all this you had all this people will remember the time of your plenty people will remember the face of your plenty praise the name of the lord the bible says there will not be a shame in the time of evil in the days of famine they will have plenty and be satisfied so who are those people who will have plenty and be satisfied in the times of famine just like joseph did when he did due diligence he continued doing his duties in the time of plenty because of that continuous in the days of famine he still had plenty he still had plenty praise the name of the lord but it was not so with other people who did not have this revelation other people were suffering other people were going through a hard time because they didn't have this revelation and i want to say this to each and every one of us the revelation that you are receiving today let us put it into exercise because a time a day of evil will come will you be ashamed in the days of evil or will you be one of those people who are saying i still have plenty i am satisfied will you look back and say in the days of plenty i did this and this i acknowledge the lord i was diligent i continue to exercise integrity what will be said of you praise the name of the lord and as we are looking at these faces from the life of job what did job do in the days of plenty in the days of plenty job was acknowledging the lord in the days of plenty job was so sensitive to god that he would sacrifice for his children after they had the parties he would go and offer sacrifices for them and pray for them and in his heart he was like list they sinned against the lord in the days that job had plenty he was the eyes to the blind he was the legs to the lame he was the father to the fatherless in the days of plenty if you read the recounting of job's life in the days of plenty there was nothing for him to be ashamed of because he walked in integrity cannot be said of us that in the days of plenty we acknowledge to the lord and now even we we will look at the angle of the spiritual life if there is a time that people's prayer life declines is in the days of plenty praise the name of the lord i always say this that right now when i fast it is a sacrifice when i fast i know it is a sacrifice because i have food in the fridge yet i purpose to fast but there were days in our lives Oh I can tell you this there were times in my life when I would declare a fast in my family not because we want to fast but because we have nothing to eat and I would tell my family you know what today we are praying and fasting because I have waited I have searched there is nothing to eat many other times we fasted for lack of food not because we had purpose to fast what about now where there is plenty what about now when you know there is food can you go to that level there are times when you're going through pain when you're going through the season of pressure it is easy for you to connect with god it is easy for you to pray but in the season of plenty 
That is when even people do not have time to go to church. That is when people don't have time to pray. That is when many people fall away from the grace of God. May it not be so to each and every one of us in the season of plenty. When you experience that season of plenty, may it become a time for you to acknowledge God more, for you to build up that relationship with God more, your prayer life more, that it may be said, just like God gave a testimony of Job and said, I have a upright man. I have one who loves me genuinely. And even the devil says, no, 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 it's because of what you have given him. Can it be said so of us that it is because you have a job? Huh? It is because he has this. It is because he has that. But is it the opposite? That because you have a job, you have no time for prayer. Because you have this and this, you have no time for others. In the season of plenty, let us be careful to acknowledge the Lord because it is the Lord who allows us to experience that season of plenty. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, brethren. In the season of plenty. In the season of plenty. And I said reflect and find out what are you having in plenty right now. Amen. I want you to pray, 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 pray. And pray that in the season of plenty, you understand the discipline of that season and plenty will not move you from his presence. Even in the season of plenty, you will do that which he desires. You will acknowledge him. You will acknowledge him. You will acknowledge him. You will acknowledge him in the season of plenty. Father, we give you praise. We honor you, Lord. At this time, as you're preparing us in the phases of life and in the seasons of life, oh God, we thank you, Lord, because of every phase of plenty that we have been through and we will be through, oh God. We declare this morning in the name of Jesus that in the season of plenty, we will acknowledge you, oh God. In the season of plenty, we will remain in your presence, oh God. In the season of plenty, we will exercise integrity and diligence, oh God. In the season of plenty, dear Father, we will ensure there is no conflict there is no shame, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, in the season of plenty, we declare that the seeds of pride will not take root in our lives in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise, we give you honor. We declare that none of us, oh Lord, will miss the season. None of us, oh God, will misbehave in the season of plenty, oh God. We will all understand this revelation of the discipline of the season, and we will ask according to that discipline of our season. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you glory, we give you honor. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen. In the season of plenty, hallelujah. I don't know whether you are in it or you will be in it, but now we know in the season of plenty, the discipline of a season is to acknowledge the Lord. And I said among the seasons that we are going to cover, 
this season of plenty is the hardest this is the season that many fall away from the presence of god this is a season that many fall away from the grace of god because they got it they have plenty be careful to acknowledge that it is the lord who has allowed you to go through that season of plenty and let us not be wasters in the name of jesus christ hallelujah may the lord god bless you we continue next sunday next sunday we are going to be covering the season of pressure uh pressure p r e s u r e the season of pressure we will be covering that next sunday we are talking about the process of preparation for the purpose hallelujah hallelujah it is time to give it is time to give and we have been giving online we give our sacrifices online uh we give through cash app uh the cash app number is 9783322700 or you can just go to cash app and write that uh cash tag uh and then write glorious power church and our account will appear we also receive our offering through paypal uh the same case you just go to paypal and search glorious power church and our account will appear uh we also give through the app for the young people for the teens and the twins we give through the app our church app uh in the church center uh we give through the app you can write a check uh to glorious power church and send it to 40 vino square uh north chelmsford massachusetts zip code 0183863 that is the uh the where you can mail the check and god is going to bless you i want to say i am blessed and i am very much encouraged by your giving thank you so much for faithfully giving every sunday for the glory of god and because of that faithful giving we've been able to maintain the premises we've been able to be paying the rents and the bills may god keep blessing you and may god uh continue raining a blessing on you that you have no place to store hallelujah and as usual we say we la- we 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 like giving cheerfully and so at this time i'm going to invite minister samsop so that you can lead us into that session of giving cheerful giving hallelujah
Somebody's correcting me here. What is the date of the first Saturday of August? Yeah, it's uh, it's on first of August. Wow, thank you for that correction. Uh, it's first of August. First of August. Thank you. <laughs> first of August. It's gonna be a Saturday at Forty by No Square. Uh, this uh, barbecue is just to make sure we get to see each other. We've been seeing each other on the screen, but we get to see each other. We will practice social distancing. We're not going to get in the hall because we still haven't uh, met all the regulations. So we will elect tents in the parking lot. There's enough space for us to do that. And uh, we'll have a good time uh, on the 1st of August, that Saturday from 2 p.m. So make sure that when you come, you follow the procedure mask on 
six feet apart. Amen. And we are going to have a good time. Thank you, Sally. Thank you, the ladies who are making sure that we'll have enough of food to eat and the drinks to enjoy. And I know it's going to be hard for the kids, but make sure we, you as a parent, make sure that your kids follow the regulations for the distance. Amen, amen. We, we, we thought it's important. We, we have like four months. We haven't seen each other physically. We're going to do that. Uh, but in the meantime, our services, we are still doing our services online. So we continue to meet here through Zoom and those who are using the conference line and those who are logging in through our social platforms, let's continue doing that. Our prayer line on Tuesday continues from 9 p.m. Uh, to 10 p.m. This Tuesday, Precious led us in a powerful way. And um, I'm really encouraged because every Tuesday, somebody is stepping up and leading in the prayer. I'm really encouraged because we have to continue seeking the Lord. We have to continue standing and staying in the place of prayer. Uh, we've also been able to be streaming live our prayers, uh, our prayer line on Tuesday. You can still access prayer line on Tuesday from all the platforms. Um, we are able to do that. Although it's not a video, we just have the, the, the audio. So you can pray along with the people who are logged in because we log in through the conference line. And the number for the conference is 978-419-9763. That's the number. Uh, the one doing the the chat is going to put the number right there or you can find it on the flyer every tuesday 9 p.m to 10 p.m eastern time one good hour of prayer one good hour of intercession and fellowship with one another and i just thank the lord for what he is doing we have so many answered prayers we have prayed with people who are sick in the prayer line and we have had testimonies recovery from covid and we give god the glory we give god the glory for what he is doing our grief share continues on friday uh we are almost through we we on friday we covered week 11 so we have two more weeks to go and uh from the list i found that there are other people who have registered i always say that grief share you can register at any time anytime but the sessions run for 13 weeks so we've been covering we have two more weeks to go every friday from 6 p.m if you know somebody who is going through grief who has lost a loved one it is a journey we call the journey of mourning from mourning to joy it is a journey that nobody should go through alone and that is why we have this resource for making sure that there is a group that supports the people who are going through grief and so if you know somebody or maybe you are the one and you'd like to join in that support group just go to our website at uh, www.gloriouspowerchurch.org and at the resources you'll find the grief share link you can be able to register there and i'm saying at this season because we are meeting online it is not limited where you will be able to log in from uh if you commit if you register then the grief share leader is going to share with you the resources that you need to help you heal in the journey of grief uh our teens and twins are still on summer break uh, but we are going to resume in the fall. I'll let you know when we are resuming. And God bless you. Oh, something else. Uh, Praise wanted to make an announcement. Okay, Praise, uh, over to you. Um, my announcement is about the new book the Pastor Lucy Painter wrote. It's called Perfected Praise Review. Um... She wrote 
this book, um, some facts are about the time that she had when she was growing up. So this book is very interesting. I've read some some chap well one chapter and I think you would like it. So um it, she has written many more books like Calmness in the Storm, um Pride the Peddler and Times of Reflection. You can get the that book get the get your own copy at pastelucypainted.com and yeah that's it wow thank you thank you praise uh i just saw that she's she's uh chatted with me saying mom i need to announce about the book thank you thank you praise for doing that uh yes perfected praise for view is the new book uh by the grace of god and we are going to have a dedication or a launch on the uh second of august uh, that is the first sunday of august we are going to have a dedication a launch of the book uh from 3 p.m eastern time if you are in kenya that is um 10 p.m uh you you got to join us and we have my bishop my mentor apostle peter chacha will be doing the dedication and the launching of the book i welcome you uh there's a flyer out and there's a uh a zoom id meeting id that you can use to join us that day it's going to be a blessing the book is already out the project is complete we have the book in hard copy we have the book in uh uh e-copy and we have the book in audio and as she said you can get it at www.pastalucypainter.com you can find it there whichever format you prefer you can find it there and i'm saying there is a new release sale so if you buy it between now and then uh there is a discount there is a 20% discount so get it before the dedication that is a new release sale price and god is going to bless you i don't think there's any other announcement any other announcement oh minister samsoft is releasing his new song uh maybe minister samsoft you can talk about the new song a minute amen praise god everybody can hear amen. me yeah yes so the song will be coming out uh, pre-sales pre-sales we start on friday so that means that uh, you go online and uh, download the uh, song titled baba the song baba is a is a song a song of elevation it's a, it's a song of uplifting our most high god is a song of appreciating god uh, uh, keeping us and protecting us and um uh, blessing the world and uh giving hope to those that are going through tough time during this period so this song is a song for the now and forever so i want you to go online and prepare for it on friday is going to be pre-sale so you can also share it after you download share it to your friends and let them use a worship song song that you use for your devotion you use for your service so you can uh, download that song online it's going to be out on friday pre-sale and it's titled baba 
by Samsoft. God bless you. It's going to be on. Uh, uh, it's going to be streaming too on uh, on uh, iTunes and also uh, Spotify and some other websites. Amen. 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 We bless the Lord for what He is doing. Amen. We bless the Lord for what He is doing. We said in the time, in the plenty of time, make sure you use it wisely. And congratulations, Minister Samsoft, on that new song that is coming. I've listened to a, a, a clip of it, and it's just a blessing. It's a blessing. It's a wonderful, wonderful worship song. So make sure you do that. Download it. Uh, the pre-sales from Friday. Uh, the youths. The young people, you guys have iTunes, you got Spotify, and I saw it in another app. So make sure you get the song and let's promote each other for the glory of God. Amen. Amen. And, and, Amen. Uh, and uh, my daughter is also coming out with a, a new song too. So we're going to look, watch out for praise. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, good praise things are coming happening. Out with a new song too. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen. So everybody, you can unmute yourself and we're going to share the words of grace. Today we're not going to have a meeting after, so we're just going to share the words of grace and God is going to bless us. Amen. Can you all unmute yourself and let's share the words of grace. And now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the blood of God and the fellowship of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Shalom. Shalom. Have a wonderful week. You are blessed and highly favored. Shalom. What is wrong with your hair? What? It's still recording. Yeah. Oh, stop the record. Uh, why is the recording? Thank you because of this series that you are taking us through, O oh Lord. The preparation process for the purpose that you have called us, O oh Lord. As we learn more about this phase of pressure, I pray that you're going to minister to each and every one of us. And Holy Spirit of God, you're going to speak to us in depth and with greater understanding. I yield to you, Lord, that your will may be done in our lives today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, so today we are talking about the pressure phase. And remember what I said last Sunday, that this phase I am talking about, they do not necessarily come in any format. It's not like there is a sequence where you go through the plenty, you go through the pressure, you go through the pain, and then you get to the principle. No, there is no given sequence on how these phases can come. 
and there is no uh, limit and to how many times in life you can go through any given phase but these are the phases that we go through in preparation for the purpose that we have been called to serve and i always say here that we are here to serve the purposes of god in our generation and it is important for us to understand that for us to be there those ready vessels to be able to serve the purpose the lord has to take us through a process of preparation we have to be prepared vessels we have to be equipped we have to build capacity and while building capacity while we have been equipped we are equipped in different levels in different phases and i said last sunday that the lord will expose you in the season or in a phase where you have plenty and we said last sunday be careful how you behave in the season of plenty we said be watchful for pride because in the season of plenty if you are not watchful pride can take root and once pride takes root we said the only thing that can make god resist you is pride so we be careful in the season of plenty and we also said in the season of plenty we have to be diligent we have to be people of integrity and and not wasteful in the season of plenty and now we come to the season of pressure in the life of job here he is he was a wealthy man he was a respected man and then the lord allows the shaking to start in his life and the season of pressure started by a servant appearing and telling him everything is gone it is only me who was saved to come and give you the report before that servant finishes his statement another one comes and talks about everything is gone and i am the only one left to come and give you them the report and on and on and on we see the pressure building up in the life of job he is losing everything north south and west and east he everything is crumbling down everything is is just taken away and he gets to the level the pressure continues building up because even his wife cannot understand why he is still standing with Oh like if you are there and you're not muted uh I would advise you to mute amen amen thank you and then he gets to the level where even his friends come and all they do they sit in silence they just observe him they don't have words to comfort him the pressure is building up and I always say we may never get to the extreme of what job went through that is too much for one person to handle it is just by the grace of god that job pulled through i don't know whether if any of us would be subjected to such pressure how we would hold on but today i want us to learn what does this mean what are we supposed to do when we go through such pressure and i want us to read from the book of james james chapter 1 i will read verse 1 uh verse Okay, I'll read it verse 2 to 5 first and then I'll read 12 to 15. The Bible says, "My brethren, count it all joy when you are involved in various trials. Count it all joy when you are involved in various trials because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. But you must let endurance have its full effect." so that you may be mature and complete lacking nothing now if anyone 
lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives to everyone generously without a rebuke and it will be given to him. Okay, let me read with another version. The Bible says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work. I want you to underline perfect work. That you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and appraideth not, and it shall be given to him. Amen, amen, yeah, amen. It's okay, Jacinta, we understand. God bless you. God bless you. So let us now talk about this. Uh, this is James who is writing about that precious season and how it comes. It comes with trials. It comes with hardship. It comes with uh, things that are not working out. It comes with difficulty times. And this is a part of the process. It is a part of the process to mature us or to perfect us, to get to the level that we are lacking nothing. And as I was reading this, I understand that practically you have to be broken before you can be able to serve. And the breaking is through this pressure, through the stress, through the hardship, through the trials. And I'm sure no one is immune or exempt from this process. You cannot say, no, 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 I am born again. I, I am not supposed to go through any of the pressure, any of stress. No, I want to bring it across to you that no one is immune to this phase. This phase of pressure, no one is exempt. No one is immune. At one given point in life, you will go through this. Or maybe you have gone through this. And maybe that was not the end. Another season is coming and you will have to go through it. And I want you to note what I am saying. I'm not saying that you remain there. I am saying you will go through it. Praise the name of the Lord. I am talking about going through that phase. Going through the phase of... Amen. Uh, going through the phase the face of pressure, the face of trial, the face of stress, the face of hardship. I want you to understand that you're not immune because some people get so shocked that you are going through tough times and some people get so discouraged. You get to the level of saying, oh, God hates me. Oh, God has forgotten me. I don't know what is going on. And you get all weepy and, uh, and, and, and just so desolate. I want you to understand today, no one is immune. No one is exempt. This is a process that each and every one of us has to go through at any given time. Hallelujah. So I don't want you at any given time to be in denial that you have to go through the trials. You have to go through the pressure phase. Let's take that aside. No 
denial. Do not deny. Do not say that it's because the Lord hates you or has forsaken you. I want you to understand. I'm speaking even knowing very well that in this church we have so many young people and maybe uh, because of the upbringing, sometimes you do not have a, a strong uh, shock absorbers or muscles to go through hard times. And so sometimes you become frustrated by even little, little things. But I want you to understand that you are not immune. You are not exempt. So do not deny when you're going through the pressure phase. And that is why it is important for us to understand this. So that we be trained. We be aware. We acknowledge. You look at what is going on in your life and you understand. I am going through the pressure phase. And so you have the knowledge of how to handle this. How do you handle this? Even at this time of the pandemic, remember when we were doing the final series with the teens and twins, we listed down some of the things we are dealing with, some of the emotions that we are struggling with. Even those emotions, that is the pressure phase. And that is why it is important for us to be prepared. It is important for us to be equipped with the knowledge so that when you find yourself in that phase, you are well aware what you're dealing with And you are well aware of what is expected of you. If you read Job 17, Job 7 verse 7, verse 17 and 18, let me, I said this outline, this series is all uh, from the book of Job, although I'm not going through chapter by chapter. Uh, so let me read Job, Job, 17, Job 7 verse 17 and 18. The Bible says, what is man that you should magnify him? And that thou set your heart upon him, and you should visit him every morning and try him every moment. Let me read with another version. What is man that you make so much of him, and that you give him so much attention, and you examine him every morning and test him every moment? I want you to understand that the pressure phase is the testing phase. And Job is saying, what is man? Why are you so concerned with man? Why do you pay so much attention? Why do you examine him every morning? Why do you test him every moment? It is important in this era where the someone has become that you will be blessed. Oh, the someone has become that you are, you are winning, you are victorious, you are an overcomer. It is important for us to learn the basics that you are not immune to the pressure phase. You are not exempt to the pressure phase because God loves you and he pays so much attention. He examines you every morning. He tests you every moment because you exist for a purpose. And we are here to serve that purpose in this generation. It is my prayer that none of us will lay down to sleep before fulfilling the purpose. That all of us will be able to fulfill the purpose. As I was studying this, uh, I, I came across a quote by Matthew Henry. Somebody by Matthew Henry, he said, The devil endeavors by suffering to draw men to sin and to deter them from duty and fit them for it. But as our afflictions are in God's hands, they are intended for the trial and improvement of our graces. 
the gold is put into the furnace that it may be purified. I found that uh, quote by Matthew Henry very insightful. That the devil endeavors, the devil works so hard in our suffering, in the pressure face. He works so hard to pull us or to draw men to sin or to deter them from duty, to make them unfit. That is the work of the enemy in the pressure face. The enemy tries to make you sin. The enemy tries to make you unfit for duty, unfit to serve the purposes of God. But Matthew Henry says, but our afflictions are in God's hands. I want you to understand that. That in as much as we are not immune to this face, it is important to have this knowledge that those afflictions, that pressure face is in God's hand. And he is using that intended for improvement of our graces. Just like gold is put into the furnace that it may be purified. Praise the name of the Lord. So be careful. Do not be in denial in the pressure phase. And at the same time, number two, another thing to be cautious. Do not sin. Do not fall into sin. You you, you have to know that the trials of faith does not necessarily need to draw you to sinfulness. Praise the name of the Lord. And one of the things that, uh, that the devil tries to whisper to many is that you are, you are going through suffering because of your sinfulness. Hallelujah. When you confess your sins to God, you are forgiven. I need you to understand this is not about punishment. This is preparation. This is preparation. Praise the name of the Lord. And so now that you know you're not exempt and now that you know that the plan of the enemy is to draw you into sin in the times of suffering, how do we go through the pressure phase and overcome? Number one, uh, James is giving us some key points that I want us to use today. Number one, I want to talk about the exercise of joy. We are going to take this. Uh, you see, like when you go to the gym, yeah, and you exercise, you exercise to build up your core, you exercise to build up muscle, you exercise to keep fit. So in the pressure phase, that is prepar- it's also a preparation phase. What are you supposed to do in that prep pressure phase? Number one, exercise of joy. And James says, count it all joy. Count it all joy. How do you rejoice in the midst of tribes? How do you rejoice? How do you exercise joy in the midst of pressure, in the midst of stress, in the midst of temptation, in the midst of hardship? How do you exercise joy? You know, when I was reading this, I remembered one time in the book of Acts, uh, Paul and John had been beaten and flogged and, and, and then they were released. And the Bible says they went rejoicing that they were counted worthy to share in the suffering of Christ. And I always look at that scenario and I say, if it was me beaten up for Christ, I don't think I'll be rejoicing. I'll be there asking God, where are you? Why didn't you send your angels? But James is saying, count it all joy. 
Because one of the things that is bound to happen in the pressure phase is discouragement, anxiety, uncertainty. When you get discouraged, when you get anxiety, when you get uncertainty, they lead you to faint. They lead you to give up. And what is the purpose of the trials is to build you up, to build up patience, to build up endurance. So how can you be able to go through it? By exercising joy. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. I know that is, that is tough, yeah? Exercise of joy in the midst of the pressure phase. Exercise of joy in the midst of the pressure phase. I, I, I've been taking a class in, in philosophy and I was, I, I've been studying a, bi, a bit about some philosophers and one common theme I have found among philosophers is that they instruct men to become under the troubles. They instruct men to become under the troubles. All the philosophers, they, they, they have the theme of calmness during trouble. But faith Faith teaches us to be joyful in those times. It's not, it's not just about calmness. Joyful in those times. And the reason for joy in our time of difficulty is understanding that God's grace and power are now able to work in our lives outside our own abilities. Praise the name of the Lord. That joy comes from understanding. I cannot do it. I'm not able to persevere this on my own. I can't handle it. But I have God on my side. I have the grace of God. I have the power of God. And they are able to work in my life in this circumstance outside my own abilities. It, it got nothing to do with what I can do. It got nothing to do with my ability. This is the place of surrender. Praise the name of the Lord. I hope I'm not talking Greek. This is the place of surrender. And that is where the joy comes from. In Nehemiah, the Bible says, And the joy of the Lord is my strength. In that time of pressure, in that time of difficulty, in that time where nothing is making sense, we need to exercise the exercise of joy. The exercise of joy. And I say that joy comes from knowing that this is the season where God's grace, God's power is able to work outside our own abilities. Where we know I can do anything on my own. This is not about me. I don't have the strength. I don't have the power to go through this. I cannot do it on my own. So this is a place of just yielding and surrendering. And so we can be able to exercise joy. Because we know that him who we have believed. Him whom we have entrusted our lives with. Is able to keep us. Is able to preserve us. Even in this minute. In that moment. And when I think about the exercises of joy, think about Paul and Silas. They are in a dungeon. They are in prison. Their hands are bound. Their feet are bound. But they tell one another, you know what? Our mouths are not bound. So what are we going to do? We will rejoice in our suffering. We will sing praises to God. 
and they sing and they just praise the Lord. And the Bible says the other prisoners are just listening to them. And that minute, that moment of praise, that midnight hour, when it is so dark, when everything seems so hopeless, they didn't know whether they'll be executed the next day. But that time they exercised the exercise of joy and they praised the Lord. And the Bible says, and the Lord inhabits the praise of his people. So here they are in an uncertain situation, in a dungeon, and they are here exercising the exercise of joy. And the Lord shows up, the foundations of the prison are shaken, the chains are broken, and they are set free. In that pressure phase, exercise the exercise of joy hallelujah if you are with somebody i would tell them exercise the exercise of joy rejoice 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 in that face rejoice rejoice in that face exercise of joy number two the other exercise we are supposed to uh, to implement in the face in this face of pressure is the exercise of endurance the exercise of endurance. The more our faith is worked out, the more opportunity we have to grow. Paul, I mean, James is saying, but let you, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Another word for endurance is patience. The exercise of endurance. I want to read Romans chapter 5. Allow me to read it. Romans chapter 5, I'll read from verse 1. I hope you're writing, you're taking notes and you're writing this because when that season comes, when you're going through the face of trial, the face of pressure, this will help you. Uh, Romans 5, I'm going to start from verse 1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace we are in, we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation, knowing that tribulation worketh patience. We glory in tribulation. You see now the exercise of joy and the exercise of endurance are intertwined. Paul is saying we rejoice, we glory in tribulation because we know something. It worketh our patience. It worketh our endurance. Hallelujah. And he says... Um, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Let me read with another version. Uh, by entering through faith into what God has always wanted to do for us, set us right with him, make us feed for him. We have it, we have it all together with God because of our master Jesus there is more to come we continue to shout our praise you see that version is saying the other version was saying we glory but this version is saying we continue to shout our praise even when we are hemmed in with the trouble even when we are hemmed in with trouble even when we are surrounded with trouble we continue to shout our praise even when we are hemmed in with trouble because we know how troubles can develop passionate patience in us how trouble can develop passionate patience in us 
and how that patience in turn forges the tempered steel of virtue keeping us alert for whatever God will do next in alert expectancy such as this we are never left feeling shortchanged quite the contrary we can't round up enough containers to hold everything God generously pours into our lives through the holy spirit the exercise of endurance endurance is about giving that extra push taking that extra leap going that's just a bit more ah uh, just going further taking that extra step you feel your pressed you feel like you are done but endurance is just about going on i'm like i, I will do it once more i will take an extra time i will I will give it a little more push. I'm not just going to let go. Endurance is that push, is that extra push that you keep taking even when everything is saying give up, even when everything is saying just let go. Just giving that extra push, taking that extra step, uh going a, a, a mile longer. Uh giving it a day before you call it quit. That extra push when you are at your end and you are like no. I cannot just sit and say it's over. I will give it another push. I will push. I will do it again. I will take that extra step. So endurance, the exercise of endurance is about not just raising your hands and just giving it all up. It's about going a, a, an extra mile. An extra mile. Hallelujah. My speaking to somebody. an extra mile Let, let's talk about going to the gym and you're like oh, I'm, i'm done but if we keep on exercising exercising one more time one more time we end up developing the full potential that we had desired in the first place and in the same case applies in this journey of faith in this process of preparation as the lord leads us in this pressure phase the exercise of endurance is vital you cannot afford to give up you cannot afford to quit at this phase you just need to exercise endurance you just need to exercise and just say i'm going to give it a little more I'm going to try one more time. I was thinking about the word breakthrough some years ago. And I thought about what about the word breakthrough. And I thought uh if I had a wall in front of me and I need to break through that wall. If I take a hammer and I just hit once nothing will happen. But if I keep on hitting the wall with my hammer one time today i hit 20 times tomorrow i hit 30 times i keep on hitting the impact of that hammer will make a crack on that wall and if i do not give up and i keep hammering i keep hammering i keep hammering eventually that crack will expand and eventually that wall will break and i can be able to break through Think of that illustration when you're talking about the exercise of endurance because you may be giving up the last hammering that to break the crack the last hammering that to push you through that you'll be able to break through in the midst of the pressure phase exercise endurance 
and it's also comparable to the process of metal you know the way the metal is is toughened there is controlling heat controlled heating you know and 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 the heating makes it hardened and ready for use so exercise the exercise of endurance hallelujah so we've talked about two exercises and the third exercise is the exercise of prayer the exercise of prayer so in the book of james where we started uh james is saying if anyone lacks wisdom because in the time of pressure we need wisdom how do we handle this how do we handle this season we need pressure and so he is saying if anyone lacks wisdom um okay let me get back to my james all right so he says in verse 5 if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of god that giveth to all men liberally and withholdeth not and let him ask in faith in this season of pressure in that phase of pressure because i said it's not that you go through it once and it's not that you go through it how many times there is no sequence but in my life i have found myself in this phase and every phase is different and we need the wisdom of god and so the exercise of pressure of prayer i want you to know number 1 This exercise of prayer is not for the removal of pressure. You're not praying that God take this away. <laughs> yeah, that stuff, you know. Uh, Paul practiced that. He prayed, he fasted that God would take away the thorn in his flesh and God said, "No, no, no. My grace is sufficient." So there are some times when it is a season, when it is a phase that you're going through. it is not praying for the removal of that pressure but for wisdom on how to handle it so the prayer the exercise of prayer is to pray god give me wisdom how do i handle this and not wisdom from people because sometimes in that phase of pressure we tend to talk to people and say what did you do and somebody everybody has their own opinion you know you no know, when i was going through this you know this is what i did this is what i did Let me tell you my sister my brother what worked for me may not work for you what worked for somebody else may not work for you so in this dispensation in this phase of pressure we need to exercise the exercise of prayer pray not for the removal of the pressure but on wisdom on how to handle it and then not wisdom from people we need to just seek the wisdom that comes from god asking for this godly wisdom it's a way of acknowledging the great truths that god is suffering god is suffering and because whatever i am going through i am in his hands he is going to give me a way out he is going to give me the direction he is going to give me the the way forward what am i supposed to do in the midst of this in the midst of this praise the name of the lord so in the face of pressure exercise prayer uh let me read from verse 12 the same james so that we come to a conclusion blessed is the man that endures temptation for when he is tried he shall receive the crown of life which the lord has promised to them that love him 
Blessed is the man who endures temptation. Blessed is the man. You know, it's amazing that when you're going through temptation, the Lord is saying you're blessed. Amen. Blessed. You are blessed. And that is the attitude. Knowing that whatever you're going through, it's in you are in the hands of the Lord. And it is my prayer that in the face of suffering, in the face of temptation, that we are going to experience this eternal blessedness. Eternal blessedness. And then after that, knowing that that is not the end, after going through the trials, there is a crown of life that has been set for us. So endurance and joy and prayer, these exercises that we have talked about, they keep you going because it's not just about life here. It's even about life eternal and the crown of life that is waiting for you when you go through it and you overcome. And so it is my prayer for you today that none of us will be drawn to sinfulness because of suffering. None of us will quit in the face of pressure. But we are going to exercise joy. We are going to exercise endurance. And we are going to exercise the exercise of prayer. Asking God for wisdom in every face of pressure. Godly wisdom to guide you on how to handle every face of pressure that you go through. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I want us to pray. I want us to pray now. That in the midst of the pressure face. You will exercise joy. You will exercise endurance. You will exercise prayer. In the midst of that pressure face. I know many of us. When the pressure is too much. You are drawn away from God and you are like, Pastor, I can't pray. I have come to tell you that is the time you need to pray more. It is not the time to say, I'm not praying. If God will do it, he will do it. No, no, no. It is the time to seek God more. It is the time to stay in his presence and pray more in the midst of our pressure. In the midst of the pressure, it is time to pray. Among the exercises I have talked about, One of the hardest exercises is the exercise of joy. But James says, count it all joy. Count it all joy. And by having joy, you give no room to discouragement. You give no room to anxiety. You give no room to uncertainty because you know this is the time when God's power and God's grace is at work beyond my own abilities. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this preparation of series, for what you're preparing us, O Lord. As you continue to equip us, Lord, to serve your purposes in our generation, I pray for each and every one who is going through this phase of pressure. If they were feeling like quitting, I declare today that they are going to receive the grace, the grace to exercise endurance in the name of Jesus. If they were feeling depressed and discouraged, I declare the grace to exercise the exercise of joy. I declare that the joy of the Lord is our strength in the 
midst of pressure, we will rejoice. We will rejoice. We will raise up a praise unto you in the name of Jesus. And those, Lord, who have been drawn away from prayer because of this face of pressure, I declare in Jesus' name that they will return into the prayer closet. They will receive the grace of prayer, the grace to seek you, the grace to seek your wisdom in the midst of this face, oh God. And we thank you, Lord, because you have given us a promise in Corinthians 10, uh, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, that no temptation is uncommon to man, and you will provide a way of escape. I declare that none of us, oh God, will die out of the pressure. None of us, oh God, oh, will be defeated, overcome in this pressure, oh God. We declare we are breaking through. We are breaking through. We are breaking through. We are breaking through in the name of Jesus by the exercise of joy, by the exercise of endurance, by the exercise of prayer, we are breaking through in the name of Jesus Christ. And we declare that which, Lord, you have purposed, O God, to be developed in us, O God, it shall be developed. Everything, Lord, that you desire, King of all glory, all the attributes that you desire to be formed in us, O God, we declare they will be formed in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you praise. We give you honor even because of your promise. Oh, you have called us blessed when we go through diverse trials. We declare that even when we are going through the pressure phase, it is not because we are cast. We are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. We nullify the deceit of the enemy who deceives the people that when they are going through the pressure phase, it's because they are cast. We declare we now know we are blessed. We now know that we are blessed. And we now know that we have the capacity to overcome. We have the capacity to go through and overcome. And you have a crown of life all prepared for us in the name of Jesus Christ. We give you glory. We give you honor. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Let everybody say amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. We are blessed. We are blessed. We are blessed. Amen. So if you're going through that phase of pressure, exercise of joy, <laughs> exercise of endurance, and exercise of prayer, those three exercises will keep you going in that phase and you will break through. You will overcome in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, it's time to give. It's time to give our offering. And uh, as usual, we give through... Uh, uh, cash app uh, when you go to cash app you can type the cash tag and then Gloria Sparchat our account will appear we also give through PayPal. If you go to PayPal and then also type Glorious Power Church, our account will also appear. Uh, for the teens and twins, we give through the app, uh, our church app, Glorious Power Church app. Uh, and also, you can also give through our website. When you go to our website, our website is www.gloriouspowerchurch.org. Uh, you will find the giving button. You can be able to give through our website. And we bless the Lord. You can also mail a check uh, to Glorious Power Church at 40 Vino Square in North Chelmsford. And God is going to bless you. So at this time, when we give, we always say that we give rejoicing. Amen. We give rejoicing and uh, because God loves a cheerful giver. Minister Sam Soft, lead us in our session.
that the Lord is going to rain a blessing until you have no place to keep in the name of Jesus Christ. May you receive a harvest, a hundredfold, sixtyfold, and thirtyfold in the name of Jesus Christ. We give God the glory for what he is doing among us and we bless him because he is God. He is God. And whichever face we are in, we will overcome. Amen. Amen. So we've covered two faces now. We've covered the face of plenty, the face of pressure. So next Sunday, we'll be talking about the face of pain. Amen. That's that pain. Amen. So next Sunday, be prepared. Join us. I will be talking about that face because pain is a face that each and every one of us go through. And how do we handle it? So keep here, keep watch, and... Uh, uh, join us on Sunday. We cover the face of pain, and finally we cover the face of principles. And it's it's gonna be a wonderful time. This series have been wonderful. I'm learning every day as I keep on researching and waiting upon God to teach me more. In Jesus' name. Uh, so next Sunday, uh, after the service from 3 p.m., we will have another Zoom meeting. Uh, we are going to be launching and dedicating my book uh, Perfected Praise Per View we will do it online so on the third is it that? the second the second of August from 3pm the flyers are out I will also show you the link uh, which you can use uh, to join and God is going to bless us uh, on Saturday um, Amen Amen making the announcement let me mute somebody here. Okay, so on Saturday, 
uh we are we are still gonna have that barbecue we said we're gonna have this barbecue at the parking lot uh make sure these are the regulations make sure you come with your mask unless you are from the same family uh maintain social distance maintain social distance uh it's gonna be a few hours uh so we're gonna be there and set up already by two uh we have we'll have the tents up by two uh we said we have the chairs so that we just stand along uh make sure that we keep our distance uh this barbecue purpose was is just to make sure that we get to see each other it's been four months it's been a while before we saw each other so maintain social distance we'll be gonna come grab something to eat and uh say wave to each other and just have a wonderful time so saturday thank you sally and the ladies for the work that you're doing to make sure that we'll have enough to eat enough to drink and uh all those that are involved with the setup may god bless you may god bless you so on saturday from 2 p.m at the church parking lot uh, make sure you have uh, your mask on social distance make sure you're six feet apart unless it's somebody from your family and then unless you drove together from your family and uh, and we get to see each other yeah and have fun amen amen uh on tuesday we continue with our prayer line on tuesday we'll continue with our prayer line uh, from 9 p.m to 10 p.m the prayer line number is 978-419-9763 that is the prayer line number at the same time uh the prayer line we are able to broadcast to all our social media platforms so you can be able to hear us we just do it on audio uh want to take this opportunity to say thank you thank you so much for those who have been really committed uh and leading us in the on tuesdays uh thank you patience thank you precious thank you mickey uh thank you all who have been very very uh consistent in prayer on tuesdays uh this friday is our last grief share session this friday is our last grief share session so i'm not gonna say that you tell people to register and uh i'll let you know when we start another session but usually after one session which runs 13 weeks we always like to take a break and then uh we are going to start the enrollment for another group uh maybe later on after two or three months so this friday is our last grief share support group meeting we've covered now 13 weeks of uh the series which we cover the the, 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 the workbook we use is called uh from morning from morning to joy i have the workbook here so this is what we cover during grief share this is uh, part of the resources that we use uh during grief share and it's a resource that really helps people who are going through grief because nobody should be mourning alone it is tough and you need people who can support you so uh thank you so much for everyone who has been praying for the leaders and praying for the people who have been in the group we have seen a great improvement and we really thank god for your prayers so this friday will be the last one and then we will i'll let you know when we open the registration for another group but usually we take a break we're going to take at least a two months break before we can resume the group share support group may god bless you i don't know whether is there an announcement i've left glorious kids anything are we good 
All right, seems like I've covered all the announcements. Thank you, thank you again. I take this opportunity to thank you for joining us. Uh, Mr. George Washori, we appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, Jacinta and family for joining us. May God bless you and those who have joined us on our Facebook and on on Periscope, on YouTube. May God bless you. May God bless you and may God keep you. Uh, just unmute yourself and we're going to share the words of grace together and God is going to bless us. Amen. 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 And, and I'll be the grace. Amen. Grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God uh, and, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now forevermore. Amen. Amen. So may God business and mercy and favor shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. 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 Shalom. Shalom. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Let me stop the recording.